the world's economies run on their supply chains. Understanding them is the key to keeping global products moving. Welcome to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane, a series of business podcasts co-produced by the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. In this series of episodes, we explore the importance of finding and retaining labor in our supply chains. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is brought to you by Vonderlande, a provider of warehouse automation solutions for today's most dynamic e-commerce, retail, and omni-channel customers. This series is also brought to you by Scope Recruiting, former supply chain and procurement professionals who find top talent for their clients, ranging from startups to Fortune 500. Here now is your moderator, Supply Chain Quarterly's managing editor, Diane Rand. Welcome, thanks for joining us. We are at the CSCMP Edge Conference in Nashville. Our guest today is Claudia nolton Chike, a retired global supply chain executive with companies that include IBM, GE, Motorola, Facebook, and Google. Claudia, thanks so much for joining us today. And thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Well, as a way for our listeners to get to know you better, can you begin by telling us a little bit about how your passion for supply chain talent development and retention came about? Yeah. So I think about the people and the talent of the company and even the culture of the company directly correlated to uh, the productivity of that company and the ability to win in the marketplace. And I think that comes through employee satisfaction and making sure that we have a workplace where all can succeed, advance, and grow. I think that's foundational. So it makes me excited, and it's something I'm very passionate about. So during the course of your career, you've become known as a champion for diversity, equity, and inclusion. When it comes to recruiting supply chain talent, are there still pools of potential employees that we're overlooking? Yes, for sure. Um, Just like we want diversity in, in race and in gender, we also need diversity of skills and experience. And, you know, I think we're also moving away from the requirement of a four year college degree. We're seeing much more around, you know, certification for program management, certification for IT specialty uh, kinds of uh, backgrounds, and the trades, you know, very important for us. So when I'm looking for skill and experience to join the team, it's not a cookie cutter approach that I want everybody with a supply chain management background, but also people with data analytics, engineers, people with business process skills, quality, safety, all of that is needed in the supply chain. So bringing in all of those different skills and experience, um, teachers, HR professionals, finance, we need all of that within the supply chain. Are there steps we can take to improve our recruitment efforts so that we are pulling from a more diverse pool? Absolutely. I think it starts from the very beginning of, you know, developing a strong pipeline before you actually need it. And so things like, um, you know, crowdsourcing or LinkedIn jams where, you know, good people know good people. So you get referrals, you get them listed, you start to engage with those people and get to know them beforehand. 
I think another thing is inclusive job descriptions, making sure that you don't have, you know, 20 minimum requirements, that you really have like five minimum requirements and that your words that you're using are inclusive. I also think you've got to do um, training for hiring managers. Um, we all have biases and making sure that we're aware of those biases or unconscious bias training. And then I always say you've got to hire the best, not the first. So, you know, getting the best talent you can takes a little bit of time and effort, uh, but it's worth it and you can still go fast, but take the best and not the first. Demand a diverse slate of candidates and ensure that interviewers are diverse as well, um, and stand up when there's bias in the process. Excellent advice. So what are some things that companies may be doing, perhaps unintentionally, that may limit the potential pool of employees? You mentioned their job descriptions and, and the wording that they use and how many requirements they have. Right. So I do think that places where companies might unintentionally be um, hurting themselves in the talent is not conducting the training. And it's not just a once and done training for hiring managers and interviewers. It's consistent. You've got to keep doing it over and over and over again. I think also really being mindful of that hiring the best candidate versus the first candidate. We know how the buddy pool works. You know, this is my buddy. I know this person, they're great. You know, let's make sure that again, we've got that diverse slate of candidates. And then really, you know, being mindful of job descriptions that um, to enable everyone to have a chance at, at these jobs and job location is key. You know, some of our um, people, you know, that we're interviewing don't want to move to a particular, you know, let's say California. Um, you've got to be willing to be a little bit flexible on job location when you're thinking about having a diverse uh, slate of talent and capabilities. Um, and again, building that pipeline and, um, you know, and then I think there's a high touch making your candidate feel valued along the process. Um, you know, sometimes it can be a cattle drive or it could be a high touch. I prefer the high touch approach where you really, you know, send a personal note um, at the hotel or um, take them out to dinner to put them at ease a little bit before the, the big interview day. So lots of things that you can do. So my favorite question is once we've recruited a diverse talent base. What can companies do to make sure that they retain them? Yeah, that's a big one. So you've got them in. That's a big one. Got to keep them. You know, I think you know the way in which you onboard people first is super important. Um, making sure that they understand your strategy, your mission, your roles and responsibilities, and that it's bigger than just the role that they're taking. That you're really starting at the highest company level, taking it down into the supply chain, and then taking it down into the function, and then taking it down to their role. Assigning them on-the-job training mentors, a social mentor, somebody who can really engage them in the culture of the company. Then, as they come on board, developing a plan. 
uh, making, you know, I think as leaders, that's our biggest role is we are people developers. We are culture developers. And we know that the statistics are that people leave a company because of their first line manager or the culture of the company. And so by having a development plan, helping that person to um, craft that plan because it's their plan, and then working with them on the actions that they need to take in order to get to that place that they aspire to be. Um, and then it, later on in their career, there's sponsorship where, you know, as a leader, you're advocating for high potential candidates and hopefully diverse high potential candidates uh, for all the different opportunities and leadership roles that are coming up and providing your uh, candidate you know, penalty-free advice that will help them to continue to grow and learn um, and allyship. I think we all have to be better allies to call out bias when it's happening. Um, it's not just for the women and underrepresented groups to do, it's for all of us to uh, really stand up and be allies in the hiring process, as well as the development, retention, and promotion process. Um, so allyship is super, super important. And then rotation programs. Uh, some companies, uh, you know, do six-month rotations for two years, and then you go into a full-time position. But I think the key thing is, is that this candidate that's coming on board is really getting the opportunity to learn the various functions of a supply chain and do it early on so that they can really be a much better leader as they continue to grow. Claudia, thank you so much for joining us. We're so happy to have you. Today we've been talking with Claudia Knowlton Chike, a retired global supply chain executive, and this has been Supply Chain in the Fast Lane. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is a co-production of the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. This episode has been brought to you by Scope Recruiting, former supply chain and procurement professionals who find top talent for their clients, ranging from startups to Fortune 500. This episode is also brought to you by Vondelanda, whose fully integrated portfolio solves the complex needs of the world's leading companies by seamlessly integrating innovative systems configurable software, and full lifecycle services. Please subscribe to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane wherever you get your podcasts.